So here's the thing. I don't feel like I did a good job in the last episode with the power of questions. And I think that's something we should address. The power of questions part duh. This is Mark A, A1, day one. I want to do a better job than what I did last time. So, um... The power of questions last time was a little shallow, and I think I boiled it down to a couple things that are really on my mind. Number one, is not a question. It's more of a statement. And what I'm saying is the process of questioning leads you to the point in life you want to be or where you want to be. I think it's Confucius that says those who say they can and those who say they can't are both correct. And I say, well, why did that guy really think this whole thing out? Maybe. I don't know. But the fact that you're willing to question something doesn't necessarily show, I don't know, your arrogance in a way. Because that's how some people look at questioning. They look at your... They look at you as if you're arrogant. They look at you as if you're kind of disrespecting their stance. And that's just not the case. In my personal sort of journey, questioning has led me to better things than not. I have one alias called the Socratic Skeptic. And it's a uh, a persona I take where I question everything. I question society's values question your values. I question my own. I'm not beyond that. I always um, find someone to be extremely, you know, worrisome on my radar when they have a problem with questioning. Because I, on the other hand, hold no quarrels about being questioned. I'm okay with it, you know, with the proper time and place, you know what I mean? Don't catch me on the way to the bathroom. Hit me with the third degree for all the Masons out there. But, um, yeah, here's my initial process. So we're starting to follow up on the last episode. What is the purpose of my service? This is coming from a business perspective, and I have a lot of different ways of thinking about service. Um, If you really want to tell me what it means to you. You know my email, markaa1day1 at gmail.com, and we could talk about it. But in my case, my service is coming from an entrepreneurial perspective. There's a passion business I have, and it is for dog education. There's a thing that I do that's an entertainment portion, which is decoying. I haven't done it in a while because I'm in transit, I'm traveling, I'm moving, you know, so... My passion business has taken a back burner, but um, there's no reason why I can't talk about it at least. Get it up and going. What is the purpose of my service? Having a question is like having a beacon. It's like the tower when you're at sea, the light tower. At least that's how I perceive it. As long as you do it in the right way. Um, What is the purpose of my service leads me to some real introspective questioning, some real mirror staring moments where it's like, is what I'm doing really a good thing 
and I don't really want to get into good being a subjective process, but in my perspective, am I helping? Am I making my world around me a better place? Is my sphere of influence better because of my service? My up-and-coming company called Leash Legacy has uh, three foundational categories that I always like to uh, jump on my high horse if anyone's ever interested. Clearly, you're interested because you're listening, so I'm going to go over them. Um, Number one, own your own business. This doesn't stop you from working for anybody else if you so choose, because some people really have a passion for that. But what I am saying is have a thing of your own. What's the purpose of your service? Everyone that I've ever worked with has a thing that they always want to do other than when they're, you know, actually at work. They got a, they got another thing that they're good at or that they're passionate about. I'll give you an example. When I was in security forces in the Air Force, every dude that I worked with loved vehicles around me. I don't know much about vehicles. I learned more than I initially bargained for because I hung around that group of people. You know, you pick up on things. But um, yeah, uh, lifting trucks, replacing axles, doing stuff with mufflers. That was their thing. That was their passion. It was what they were really happy about. Things I could care less about. And then when I started to talk to them about monetizing that passion, you know, things start to, you know, come together for them regarding waking up in the morning, being happy about the paycheck we're getting, that nominal enlisted paycheck you're getting, um, you know, making it work for you. Because at a certain point, money really doesn't matter. It's about what you're happy doing. So on the weekends, they would go mudding. And I go, you know, do my, my own readings, but they would be happy doing it. What is the purpose of your service? In this case, I'm asking what's the purpose of my service, but all this conversation has stemmed from one question, a conversation starter. And that's just one way I've been able to connect with people about their passion. And it comes from a question, my coach, um, I wouldn't say drills me, but I mean, he asked me some pretty hard questions. And they all are very relevant. One of them being, what do you fear? Um, oddly enough, I, I, I can't answer that in the most clear way anymore. But what I'm afraid of is giving up. If you're asking me right now, which you're not, but... That, that's a thing that comes across my head because that leads to essential failure. So if in a roundabout way, I'm hoping you're understanding that questioning is super important, especially when you're starting a business, especially when you're starting a new venture in life. When you're moving, you know, when you're when you're buying something, are you questioning where that thing came from? Are you considering the source? That's something that my parents taught me very early. When you're told something, do you take it at face value or do you consider the source? There's also this funny little thing that we used to do when we we're enlisted. And it's just a little little funny thing we would do to like new people. It was done to me several times and uh, something called a flight chief, right? And this person runs the shift. And I remember this dude, Jesse Reyes, used to get me all the time. I was probably a year enlisted when I was still falling for it, because you don't want you don't want to catch any trouble. He comes to me like, "Hey, Daniels, flight chief needs you." You know, I go, 
not march in, but, you know, make haste. Knock on his door <laughs> in a modified reporting in sort of deal. And the flight chief just sits there and looks at me like, what do you want, bro? Like, why do you bug me routinely? And I started to notice this happened probably about every three, four months, at least once a quarter. <laughs> you know, after a while, I thought it was funny. Um. So, yeah, I forgot where I was going with that. And that's irrelevant. What is the purpose of my service? Why? Oh, hello. Um, if you're hearing that rattling of the chain, these are my family dogs coming in, staring at me. For some amazing, arrogant reason, they think I'm talking to them. Life's not about you guys. Need you to get out my new room. All right. No one's listening. I lost my train of thought. But what I was saying is, what is this podcast for? This podcast started off as a thing that I was just trying to find my voice. I'm trying to find my voice. And this is a good outlet. I'm getting amazing feedback, more than I ever anticipated. Extremely grateful for it. And it all started back with a couple of questions. Why aren't you home yet? Why aren't you in America? Do you think it would work out if you were in America working on your passion business rather than working for somebody else? As of lately, I uh, put in my bench request and I um, I think only the contractors are going to know what that really means. All that means is I put in for some um, unpaid leave. That's what it boils down to. I've, I've been unpaid since uh, technically September 11th, I guess. Maybe something like that. You know, you you get your residual checks uh, upon there. But I haven't been working since then. And the whole concept is my, my family needs me. Can't go into detail necessarily, but my family needs me here. I need to be around them. My financial advisor kind of made fun of me for this analogy. But I'm going to give it to you guys anyway. If you're familiar with the Green Lantern, the Green Lantern and the various characters that play him all have two things in common. One, the ring, and the other, the lantern. The lantern recharges the ring. And the ring is full of creativity. It's only limited by your imagination. I like to perceive myself as that ring. And I haven't been recharged since I haven't been home. And I visit, and I hang out, and sometimes I'm away for years, and then I'm drained. I am... I am drained. And I come back and all of a sudden I'm I'm my life has more purpose. I'm I'm happier. I'm I'm full of glee. Like I, I can't explain it. It is a it's a thing my diction lacks as far as articulating how good I feel when I'm around my family. I enjoy the bickering, the fights, I enjoy it all. So I listed some pretty, you know, downer things. And we have some amazing times as well. I have a diverse group of people that I've been fortunate to be raised around. And then I also have this other aspect where I'm meeting the people that I, you know, am initially related to by birth. So it is an interesting year. And a big part of Leash Legacy is growing, exploring, owning your own business, 
owning your business and making it work for you essentially will give me the freedom to explore more journeys with my family. And I have the feeling if you're listening, that's a thing you want to do as well. So that's the first pillar, owning your own business, right? Second one, stocks. In this case, we won't be talking about anything of day trading. It is a buy and hold portfolio. You see a stock, you do the studies, you like it, you put it in your portfolio. Buy a few shares, buy one share. It doesn't matter. It's a thing you're going to keep. It's a thing you're going to keep and you're going to pass down. Make your own S&P. 500, 200. Buy a bunch of index. What I'm saying is invest. It is essential, right? So that's Leech Lacey's second pillar. Third, real estate. What are you going to do with all that money you're going to be making, man? You're going to invest it. Invest it in real estate. From what I'm read, reading, and, and told, and confirmed on several different bases, all your world's biggest investors, philanthropists, billionaires, millionaires, they all have a, this one thing in common, and that is real estate. Real estate provides more millionaires a year, apparently, than anything else. And I find that really interesting. Um, there's a deeper reason, though, that real estate is a part of Leash Legacy. Leash Legacy is technically my first child. That's wonderful. I, I love how dogs are so, uh, you know, attentive to conversations. As you can tell, um, that was irritating. And I'm sorry about your ears. Regardless, real estate fits its place into Leash Legacy because of a, I think I was 11 years old when I had this conversation with my parents and then a family friend. They're pretty much like, what are you, what are you afraid of? Like, what's going to get you working so you don't have to be in this place of fear? And I was going through, you know, a transition. And that whole thing was I ended up saying, it's like, I'm afraid of not having a home. I, you know, I, I end up moving in with my auntie and uncle. But at that time, you know, my initial response was, I'm afraid of having a home. I'm afraid of not having a place to sleep. Because that was a real situation in my life at that time. Well, the whole thing was I learned to confront that fear. And I, and I traveled heavily. And I end up being self-sufficient. So the next evolution in life is for me to make sure other people have a home. That's really where that comes from, the part of Leech Legacy having real estate. When I thought about that, I also thought it'd be nice to have some dog areas as well. Have some training spots. Maybe rent some places out. That whole renting thing, I end up meeting my current coach, Brian Elwood. But um, you see how we brought it back around to the central portion of questioning? They're super important. I don't think questions get enough credit. That one question, what do you fear, had a ripple effect in time, dare I say a butterfly effect, wink, wink. Ashton Kutcher did not pay me to say that. Some of you won't get that. What I'm saying is questions are so relevant to life. But they're also so irritating to some people. But I relish them. I love them. I love riddles. I think they're amazing. I remember uh, 
sending riddles to my brothers and sister when, you know, when I when I would go on travels and I wouldn't see them for a while, just a way to stay connected. You know, fortunately, I have an auntie that keeps a lot of a lot of memories, a lot of keepsakes, like the letters we would write back and forth. And some of them would be with riddles or at least a reference to solving a riddle. Brother Anthony was fairly a bright kid, so he'd always catch on to him. The other two, yeah, of course, they got a few here and there. It, it was always a. Uh, always fun, but they're always an elaborated question. Questions leading to more questions that would eventually solve a riddle, solve a task. There's so many things that lead to awesome questions. Six Sigma is built around that. And the Air Force, if you're listening to this, AFSO 21, Air Force Special Operations in the 21st century is built around that. Asking questions about how to Get a process lean. All of those being key words into figuring something out. Things that I'm infatuated with. Things that lead you to this one question that's relevant to me in my moment in life. What is the purpose of my service? And I think I finally found it. Leech Legacy is about dog education. And my purpose is to make you and your canine to have a happy home. That's it. Profoundly simple. And I think simplicity really is the greatest sophistication. There's so many different avenues I can go with that. And I'm really happy to build upon that specifically. All right, second part. I remember listening to one of my favorite motivational speakers, entrepreneurs, his name is uh, Eric Thomas, right? And, uh, you know, shout out to Brian Elwood again. My coach, dude's dope. He's my friend. Hooked me up with this, uh, this you know, seminar, this uh, rally in San Diego. Told me about it, and we both got a chance to see Eric Thomas speak in person. It was, it was riveting. It was, it was amazing. But so long ago, before I ever, you know, had a chance to meet Brian or anything like that, and and see E.T. in person. I remember listening to his YouTube videos before he ever blew up or anything. And there was this one riveting statement that he made, which was a question. And I forget, someone asked him about, like, I think it was marijuana. And he would say, at some point in time, you would stop asking what's wrong with something. And you would start to ask, what is right with this? So instead of asking... What is wrong? You're asking, what is right with this? And I ask myself, what is right with this whenever I make a decision in life? Because I think you can always make a great case to not do something. But when you figure out what you really want, and as long as you're not trampling on anyone else, I think you should go for it. In my specific situation, I need to be home here with my family. My family needs to be around me so I can regain the essence of who I am. What is right with this? There's a million and one reasons why I probably shouldn't be back in Illinois. But the biggest factor completely outweighs every one of those. Again, the power of questions. And maybe when you think about Confucius and his whole concept, the person who says they can and they can't, 
both being correct, maybe that simple statement was made with a lot of wisdom. Again, with these questions, context does matter. Your life experience does matter and where you currently are moving to in life matters. So this is day eight out of 30. I'll be making another one shortly, but I had to get this one down. And I appreciate you listening. Um, I like to send a special shout out to Danielle. Thank you. Thank you for the feedback and the direct input specifically. Um, that's my sister, and I, I can't wait to have you on the show. Talk to you all soon. Oh, Apollo, you got something to say? Totally closing out right now, dude. Wonderful. All right, you guys take care. Marque, A1, day one.